Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Dr. Simon making a second broadcast while the Third World War rages, or perhaps is over. It's hard to know from where I'm sitting and from where I am. In any event, um, I want to provide more of the history of this horror. Um, and uh, when World War I ended, it was called the War to End All War. Uh, this war, I'm afraid, uh, will be a war to end all war uh, because we may not be as a species in a, partic- in a particular uh, strong way to have another war, at least not for a very long time. Um, in my last uh, broadcast, I spoke about some of the events uh, that created conflict in the United States. The rise of science, <clears throat> uh, where science was seen uh, as uh, the superior way to understand the world and ultimately to know what was right or wrong, uh, what behaviors were correct and what were incorrect. Uh, the vanguard of that was the so-called uh, the pseudoscience of psychiatry and clinical psychology, uh, which pretended that moral labels were in fact uh, medical illnesses um, and therefore uh, could be treated mostly with chemicals, uh, morality not being an issue in, in any of the uh, interactions and, and uh, statements being made by psychiatry and clinical psychology, social work, and all of the others that uh, became so powerful during the mental health movement. Um, uh, science produced, uh, as it always had, uh, ever better ways of making people live longer and perhaps even better, healthier lives, but also produced weapons of greater and greater destruction. Uh, and in the United States, when the pushback against modernity uh, began and um, individuals began to, without consciousness, uh, seek to reestablish a morality and a way of life based upon uh, time-honored uh, uh, modes of living uh, in which uh, a god, uh, usually a male god, uh, would proclaim uh, the right and wrong, at least as interpreted by uh, the most powerful in society, uh, where the most admired were the warriors, where women were seen uh, as uh, individuals who would hold together the family, uh, but their main function was to procreate. Um, when this pushback uh, uh, along tribal lines, uh, the tribes, uh, in this case, in the United States, being defined by those who were true Americans, um, it, it was not done along religious lines, although uh, the core of the true Americans were the Christians and evangelicals uh, who were the most vociferous and the most uh, uh, demanding uh, that um, things somehow go back to a morality uh, based upon uh, tribal life in which the tribe is more important than the individual, uh, the warrior, uh, uh, and those who speak for the male god 
the most important, um, etc. The the real pushback that led up to the war uh, took place uh, in other parts of the world, uh, particularly in the Middle East, uh, where the kind of rise of science, the rise of humanitarian ideas of humanism, um, really hadn't taken place. uh, Where uh, tribal uh, uh, rule, uh, traditional tribal rule, based upon religious interpretation, was the rule rather than the exception. Except and this was one of the exacerbating points that created the ultimate war, this last war, Um, if this was ignored by the Western world, by modernity, the first world, um, in which these tribes were carved up in various ways, uh, and the idea of nation-states superimposed upon them. And uh, with a strong man at the head... The, the chief warrior, uh, with the approval and the backing of uh, the United States, of Great Britain, of France, Germany, uh, the Middle East and Africa were nicely carved up. Um, the, the spoils, the natural resources were seen uh, to be uh, worked by the indigenous people, but most of the profits went to the West and went into the first world, um, which really changed and and made life very different uh, based upon the enormous wealth that could be extracted. But this pushback began, um, and in 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 the thirty years before the war, we began to see groups uh, of 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 Muslims, uh, warriors, uh, who would um, commit jihad, who would create a jihad, a holy war against the infidels who occupied their country. Uh, a massive war took place between Russia and uh, in Afghanistan, uh, which was another proxy war where the United States supplied uh, the weapons that could be used by the indigenous uh, Muslims to... Uh, distract and harry and ultimately defeat the Russians to make the the cost of that war just simply too expensive for Russia to continue. Uh, And these were the same individuals who then turned around and said, uh, we don't want any infidels in our country. We want a Muslim world based upon Muslim ideas with Muslim law as dictated by Allah. Sharia law began uh, to appear, and and Afghanistan, um, the country, began to tribalize, and uh, the backers, the people backing, who were backed by the West, uh, fought uh, and and could hold out only as long as the West uh, kept their soldiers and their special weapons, their greater technology, uh, in play. Ultimately, however, it failed, and the Muslim, uh, the rise of a traditional Muslim type of society based upon strict interpretation of the law 
where women were kept uh, under wraps, literally, literally under wraps, and um, and the the warriors uh, based upon tribes who were warlords became the most powerful individuals in that part of the world. Uh, in the Middle East, um, it, it, the, the situation began to deteriorate even further. Um, when the United States was attacked in 2011 by a group of Muslims uh, from Al-Qaeda, uh, who were Pakistani and Afghanistani, and, um, and they were able to bring down the Twin Towers, attack the Pentagon, and bring down another airplane uh, with individuals who were armed only with box cutters. Those in the uh, Muslim world began to sense that if they were smart about things, uh, they could unleash holy war uh, all over uh, the, the, the world, all over the modern world, the first world. Um, and so attacks began to take place, and the response from the United States was to uh, engage in another war in the Middle East. This time, oddly enough, uh, how history will deal with this if there's a history uh, by attacking Iraq. Now, Iraq was led by a strong man named uh, Saddam Hussein, who was armed, whose army had weapons from the United States. Um, the United States saw him as an ally uh, against the, the uh, hordes of Muslims uh, from Iran and other parts of the uh, Middle East, uh, and a terrible fratricidal war had taken place uh, between Iran and Iraq in which millions died on each side, the war ending only when uh, both sides were completely exhausted. Uh, my tribe uh, is Muslim, your tribe is Muslim, but the Iraqi was Sunni and the uh, Iranians were Shia. Uh, a battle of uh, <clears throat> whose version of the Prophet Muhammad was to be supreme that had been going on for 700 years. Um, and when people used to cluck cluck and say, look at those people, um, they would forget that uh, in Ireland, uh, Catholics and Protestants killed each other with great glee over whether or not Jesus was a singularity or uh, God was a, uh, a trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. This, this is so much a part of the human experience. The desire uh, to be perfectly good as defined by your version of God, to demonize the other, um, when we went into Iraq, when the United States went into Iraq, it totally destabilized the balance of power between the Sunni and the Shia. And at that point, um, the, the United States insisted against its own military, uh, military's advice to disarm the army, the Iraqi army, a professional army, uh, that had been defeated in 1993 uh, when the first President Bush uh, made war on Iraq uh, when they went into um, the oil fields of Kuwait. Here it was a very clear limited war 
uh, and everybody knew that uh, the United States would go to war because uh, not only was God on our side, but oil couldn't be allowed to uh, rise uh, beyond a certain point, otherwise it would totally destabilize the American economy and the American way of life, which is predicated on carbon. So, the war that began between Iraq and Iran was now fought as proxy wars by groups throughout the Middle East. Uh, and for many of us, we couldn't tell who was the combatants and who were the good guys or the bad guys. There was not even a scorecard. To, to uh, increase the probability of, of what was going on, increase the horror, uh, a serious drought, a long drought associated with the climate change being brought about by natural and by artificial, uh, the artificial use of carbon that was being poured into the atmosphere uh, that nobody wanted to deal with, that nobody wanted to recognize was an incredible destabilizing force because when people are hungry, um, that will lead to the mass migration of individuals, the movement of one tribe into the territory of another tribe, uh, and uh, Syria within this period, dominated by one religious group uh, over another religious group, uh, <clears throat> when the protests began for food, for water, for more autonomy, uh, the, the uh, head of Syria, Assad, began a brutal, brutal war against his own people, uh, rather than find some form of compromise. Because compromise is often not in the mentality of human beings. When God is calling the shots and the, your fellows who are making demands upon you, trying to take power from you, uh, uh, trying to match you warrior for warrior, uh, this is not a time for compromise, but a time to slaughter, a time to demonstrate how strong you are. Uh, when we began to watch the Middle East and people say, see, it's the Muslims. Uh, as I've said so many times before, uh, 70 years earlier, see, it's the Japanese. See, it's the Germans. See, it's the Russians. Uh, see, it's the Turks. See, it's, the, it's, it's always somebody other than us. We're the good tribe. Uh, we don't commit a horror. We do the right thing. Um, we are the moral force. They are the devil. They are the demon. Uh, or in the words that the Muslims were using, uh, all of us were infidels, and infidels deserve nothing better uh, than death. Uh, actually, at the time of Muhammad, the infidels were put to death, but not if they converted and accepted uh, the Muslim faith. If they accepted Islam, uh, they were allowed to live and integrate. Uh, when Syria came apart, when uh, Iran became a great power in the Middle East and fueled so many of the proxy wars uh, that were going on between various tribes, uh, and we knew we were in trouble when the group of ISIS, called ISIS, or ISIL, uh, began to uh, uh, brutalize uh, civilians began to take over and enslave people and enslave the women, selling them, literally bartering and selling them as sex slaves. 
uh, when they began to chop the heads off reporters, when there was no uh, act of destruction, no act of violating other human beings that couldn't be justified by them. Uh, and they began to make in gains. And people said, why are people flocking to their banner? And the answer was clear. It was in front of us. They offered a simple view of the world based upon an extreme style of the traditional way that people lived. The warrior acting on the male god's commands, uh, subjugating women, putting them in their place uh, as uh, sexual objects, uh, uh, keeping them pregnant, um, strict tribal lines. Uh, it, it, when people began to leave Europe and the United States, it was inconceivable for many of us. Why would educated young people and the answer we understand now is that the life they were living was chaotic. The life they were living was not felt to be meaningful. Um, there was no place for more and more individuals. Uh, jobs were replaced with machines. People, unless they could have a very expensive education, unless they could have a high level of technical skills, uh, they couldn't earn a living. There was no dignity in the life that more and more people were living, even though they may have had enough to eat and they had basic uh, uh, enough basic economic uh, wealth to uh, feed, clothe their children. But the kind of life that they would find as purposeful and meaningful was slipping away in the West, which more and more became an anarchy, uh, where drugs and, and uh, open sex uh, became the fun and games for a large group of individuals who saw this as freedom, but where those who were left out, those who were living in shame, saw as an excess uh, that was uh, an, an anathema to the kind of life that was meaningful for them to live. And so things began to heat up, and they began to heat up um, and were brought to the boiling point in a number of places in the world. Uh, one was in Korea. Uh, in 1950, uh, North Korea, uh, as a proxy of China, attacked South Korea, uh, which was a proxy of the West and the United States. That nasty war lasted three years, four years, uh, but never ended. It ended with an armistice, not a peace, and North and South Korea uh, were separate uh, along the uh, 49th parallel, the known as the DMZ, uh, which became a wasteland uh, filled with barbed wire and guns and landmines. And the North became uh, a tribe based upon an extreme version of, of communism, uh, but the traditional uh, the, the, the father who knew all that was right, uh, no God, uh, but the, the, the leadership, uh, the leadership family acted as they were God, as proxies of God, um, and uh, lusted and longed to be able to come over and take the South back under and unify the, uh, Korea once again. The South became a model of, of economic progress. 
uh, along the lines of the West. And while life got uh, wealthier, uh, not necessarily more meaningful, the North maintained an army of well over a million people uh, in which, like so much of the rest of the world, everybody simply parroted uh, uh, the words of the leader. Uh, that was always a smoking bomb of something ready to go off uh, because everybody knew that if the North sent its armies south, there wouldn't be enough troops to stop them and that mass weapons of mass destruction uh, would be used. The temptation not to use them would simply be too great. But the real trigger, and I won't be able to finish this today, uh, occurred between uh, the uh, countries of Israel and Iran. Iran uh, began to develop a nuclear weapon. And uh, at the same time, its leadership, uh, fanatic, uh, um, fanatic uh, um, Muslim uh, leadership, uh, who knew the supreme leader was a cleric, uh, brutalized anybody who wanted any kind of democracy. Um, the Sharia law, uh, the subjugation of women, uh, the rising of an army, the, the constant uh, um, uh, militarization of the country, uh, and they demanded uh, that they produce their own nuclear weapon. Israel had a large nuclear arsenal. Many people didn't know that they were the fourth largest military uh, 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 nuclear power in the world. Um, they, were, they had about 400 uh, bombs. Nobody ever talked about it, but they did. They could deliver them by missile, by airplane, by nuclear submarines that were in the Mediterranean. Um, and uh, the image, the, the, as it was put to me once on a trip to Israel, you have a Statue of Liberty, we have Masada. Uh, we will not go into the Mediterranean peacefully. Anybody who tries to attack us and push us into the sea uh, will pay a dear price. The Muslim world denied that the Holocaust had ever even happened. The hatred of all infidels uh, was dwarfed by the hatred of the Jews and the Zionists in Israel. Uh, it was a thorn in the a Muslim consciousness in which Israel would never be recognized uh, and that constant small wars would erupt uh, uh, until the parties the, the, were exhausted and uh, the, there would be a temporary truce, uh, but no peace accords. What became extremely dangerous was the rise within Israel of a tribal right-wing orthodoxy of Jews who believed that Israel should not be a democracy but a kingdom of God. And that, like so many people around the world, if there was a final conflagration between Arab and Jew, the Jew would win. And there was some interesting historical uh, uh, precedence for that, for that myth, uh, that God is on our side. Uh, one uh, was the way in which um, uh, 
Israel was established, that the, 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 the land for Israel uh, was taken from Jericho. God uh, told Joshua to lead his troops, lead the tribes of Israel, and slaughter every man, woman, child, and animal in Jericho. Um, that became uh, a myth of, of, of enormous proportion in terms of legitimizing um, Israel or Jews being in that part of the world, which later was called Palestine and then Israel. Um, the myth of David killing Goliath, that God was on David's side, and little David, with only a slingshot, was able to kill Goliath. Uh, more and more of the government of Israel uh, was, was, was being provoked by individuals who wanted Israel to be a Jewish state and push the Arabs and push all non-Jews out of Israel. I will talk next week about the actual uh, um, start of the war, uh, which then spread, and uh, there was no way at this point this war would not go nuclear. Or to quote uh, former President uh, George W. Bush, nuclear, it would go nuclear, and it did. Uh, there was an attempt at diplomacy to delay the Iranians uh, from developing the bomb. Uh, to this day, we don't know exactly when they got the bomb, but uh, there was an enormous push from uh, individuals in the United States, Jews and non-Jews, not to trust Iran and uh, uh, continue putting pressure on them with uh, sanctions, which fell apart and uh, Iran soon had a number of, of, of uh, bombs and missiles. We don't know who threw the first missile, whether it was uh, Israel trying to preempt an attack that they believed was inevitable from Iran, or Iran uh, who believed at this point with a small number of bombs they could annihilate Israel and uh, get rid of all of the infidels in one swelt foop or foop swelt. So that's how the war developed. Those were some of the players in the war. Uh, I'll try, if I'm still around next week, to talk about the war itself, uh, the uh, nuclear exchange between Pakistan which had become increasingly uh, um, angry Muslim uh, on the border with uh, India and how that nuclear exchange took place. Uh, the bombings that took place between Israel and Iran, the attack by Russia on Israel, the attack by the United States on Russia, uh, and a variety of uh, the, the uh, attacks, the nuclear response to North Korea, uh, and the catastrophe, the environmental catastrophe that took place um, in the subsequent days after this uh, exchange, these exchanges of mass weapons of mass destruction took place. So this is Dr. Simon. Uh, fortunately, tonight I still have a decent bottle of wine. Uh, 
I'm closing its cocktail hour, if one can call the kind of life that we now live after this war uh, sophisticated enough or civilized enough to have a cocktail hour. And uh, if anybody would, is around to call in, uh, they can call in at uh, 646-716-7756. They could send me an email. Some days the email works and some days it doesn't. Some days we have electricity and some days we don't. And uh, if nobody is there, uh, I wish my fellow survivors a good evening and uh, perhaps a night, a day, a week, a month of peace.